Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline DeKimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, Caroline, career and leadership coach here. And today I want to talk about how to stand out in a competitive market. Now, I know there's a lot of movement in the market, but it is still very competitive and definitely at the level of roles that you are looking at. Because it's not competitive like on the lower end of the roles, but it is competitive the more senior you get. So if you're looking for um, being a specialist to a manager, manager, director, whatever, it's going to be competitive because basically people are looking to step up in their career. And it's so important for you to stand out. And how do you stand out? How do you get noticed? So there are five things that I want to talk to you too um, about that will help you stand out in a competitive market. And the first thing that I see is that people don't know what makes them different. Now, I'm running a, a workshop in a couple of days. Uh, I will pop a link below if you're interested to join. But I'm running a workshop and um, part of the process, I ask people to send uh, me their resume so I can have a look how they position themselves and so on. Now, I receive countless of resumes of people that are a manager that want to be a director. And I put those resumes next to each other or even not next to each other, to, to like next to the resumes that I know. And they're not different. Like they're just a description. They don't know what a unique value proposition is, what makes them stand out, what makes them unique. And therefore, they just like sound very generic very cliche. They sound like everybody else. And it's not because you use fancy words like strategy and I'm good in people management that that makes you different. No, unfortunately, those words have lost their value. So you have to think what makes me unique? Now, there's not a lot unique in the world anymore. Everything has been copied, but you are unique. So where is that uniqueness? You alone have certain skills and experience that you used in a certain moment in time. The company was going through a transition, a transformation, an acquisition, like a growth, a downsize, a restructure. You work with certain stakeholders like big egos, high profile, low profile, upcoming people, whatever it is. And all that combination makes you unique. Yet again, People don't communicate that or don't see that. So it's about like um, understanding what makes you different, what makes you unique, what makes you stand out. And you have like that, you put that in your unique value proposition. So that is step number one, knowing what makes you different. Step number two, once you know this, 
you are able to communicate this and you use your communication tools like your resume and you use your LinkedIn profile as external communication tools, right? So you communicate your unique value proposition and you utilize those tools to make sure you stand out for the right type of roles. When I say right type of roles, I mean roles that you are a match for, that you are excited about, that you that you know like, okay, with my resume, with my LinkedIn profile, I'm attracting the right type of roles and repelling the wrong type of roles. And that is what you want to do. That's that's what you want your message to do, your narrative. So once you know your unique value proposition, you communicate that on your resume and LinkedIn profile. Now, here's a catch, guys. And this is a gold nugget that I'm going to share with you. Now, a lot of people, they have built up their resume over the years, over the years, and they have like not really changed the perspective of their, their resume. So hang in there. What I mean is like their resume is still very focused on being a resume of an individual contributor. Even if they have managed people, they're still that doer, that hardworking doer that can execute and deliver X, Y, Z of a project. What I want you to do, if you want to step up, whether it's from specialist to manager, manager to director, director to executive, doesn't really matter. What I want you to do is make an important shift from doer to leader. What is the commercial value that I have delivered to XYZ? I want you to start thinking differently. And the first step is to communicate that on your resume. The second step is to communicate that in an interview. But the first step, like I said, is communicate it in your resume. So that is step number two. Once you know what makes you unique, what your genius zone is, what your unique value proposition is, let's communicate that in your resume and in your LinkedIn profile. That's the second step. The third step is to reactivate your network. Now, when I say reactivate your network, everybody is a network. And most people that I work with, they have neglected their network. And the first thing they want to do is connect with people again and shout from the roof to them like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm looking for this or I'm looking to move. Do you have any advice? And blah, blah, blah. This is the wrong thing to do, guys. And I will tell you why. It is so wrong to do because if you're not clear on what sets you apart, what makes you different, and if you do not know how to communicate that on paper, you do not know how to communicate that to your network. And your network might be full of people that know the old version of you, the delivery version of you, the person that executed. So if you want to step up and you just like go and like start with just reactivating your network, your message is not going to be the one that you want to pass to them. So can you see how that really works backwards? Because a lot of people just say like, hey, let's talk to my network. But if you're not clear how you position yourself, your unique value proposition and your how you communicate yourself in, in your resume and your resume, the way you communicate yourself, it's not about the piece of paper that I'm interested in. It, it's, it's all about how you communicate about yourself on that piece of paper. Because if that is okay, then you're going to also use that in an interview. 
unless you go to a resume writer. But if you do it yourself, if you create your resume yourself and you know step-by-step step what's in there, you're going to be able to just talk to that in an interview. And that's what I want you to have, being able to speak to your resume in an interview and speak to whatever problem you solve to your network. And that is the right way to reactivate your network. Other people need to build their network. And again, if you're building your network with the right message, that network is going to explode. If you have the wrong message, it's going to be flat on his ass and it's not going to work at all. So you need to make sure you have the right network and uh, the right message before you reactivate your existing network or you start building up again your network. Okay, so step number three is reactivating your network. Step number four is touching base with recruiters. Now, before you say, oh, my God, Caroline, no, I want you to hear me out on this. A recruiter that has their expertise in your area, they are invaluable. Yes, they might not be able to help you to a job, find a job or land a job or get an interview even. That's fine, but it doesn't take away that they are a wealth of knowledge you can tap into. And choosing to ignore that, you're only fooling yourself. And I will tell you why. As a recruiter, if you specialize in a certain area of expertise, so if you have done five years recruitment in um, marketing for FMCG or in uh, customer service for finance or you have done IT for fintech companies or whatever, you possess the knowledge of often knowing where there are going to be gaps in the team and where there are going to be opportunities before they even are known to the company itself. Let me explain. As a recruiter, I would, if I would advertise for a head of head of sales, head of marketing, head of communication, doesn't matter, head of policy, I would get countless of resumes in. And I knew those people would move in the next, like between now and 18 months because they are looking for a career change or they're looking for a jobs change. And so basically I knew where the gaps were going to be. So a recruiter can give you so much information about what the market is doing, about the companies, which companies are growing and shrinking, which has high turnover, the salaries that, that, that are going, what's the, the salary range. You can send your resume and say, like, look, based on my skills and experience, where do you think I sit? Where should I sit? And all these questions you can ask a recruiter because they are a wealth of information. Now, I know you have like recruiters that are just like six months in the job or nine months, 12 months in the job, and they might not be able to provide you that information. But once, when you look for a recruiter that's really a specialist in their area and actually have the work ethic to talk to the candidates and really understand the concept, like if I place you, you are most likely going to return the favor and work with me and recruit maybe your team with me. Once they, the, the, the recruiters that understand those dynamics, they are the ones that you want to talk to. They are the ones you want to build a relationship with. The wrong expectations of you to have is 
expecting them to guarantee you a job or an interview. Like, leave that. If that happens, great. But don't expect that. Expect to, to be partners, to be exchanging information about what you know and what they know. So that is step number four, touching base with recruiters. And step number five is basically having an action plan. And you might say like, oh, of course, Caroline, an action plan. Nobody has a job search action plan. Nobody has like how to put myself out there action plan. Like we all know, and you as leaders in your business or like a specialist managers, directors, executive, it doesn't really matter what your job title is you know that performance needs to be measured and to get certain results you need to know and track your performance so do that also with your your job search with how you position yourself with how you profile and increase your visibility because if you don't measure that performance if you don't measure how you're tracking it's again it's going to go nowhere and you're going to have peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs like there are times that you will do it and times that you'd say oh my god it's too difficult and it's too difficult because you haven't done it before or recently that's why it's been difficult because you haven't done that in a couple of years or maybe in like two years time and the job market has changed so your approach needs to change too and we all know that change makes us feel a little bit uncomfortable because that requires us to do things differently when it's actually change affecting us and impacting ourselves then it's like oh my god yes it i tried one time and if i fail oh my god i'm rubbish at this but that's not how it works you have to be persistent it's like if you if you look at a child for example and you see how they learn they practice, they try, they, they fail, they try again, they fail, they try again. You don't, they don't expect things to be perfect from the first time. So why do you, why do you expect things to be perfect from the first time you do that? Anyway, this was it. These were the five things. So to recap to you, the first thing to get noticed in a competitive job market for six-figure job is like you need to understand what makes you different or you're going to just like sound like everybody else and just be part of the CF similarities. Secondly, you need to know how to communicate this on your resume and LinkedIn profile. You need to know how to sell yourself. Thirdly, you need to reactivate your network or start building your network once you're very clear on the first two points. Fourthly, you need to touch base with recruiters and really identify recruiters, maybe two, maybe three, in your area of expertise that will give you invaluable information so you can actually understand what your job market is doing. And number five, you need to have an action plan. If you want to move in the next three months, six months, 12 months, and you need to understand what activities, what your performance results should be for you to actually move forward. Because it's very unlikely that things are just going to land in your lap. You need to be intentional about your career and you need to take control. So are you ready? And if so, I will pop a link below. One of the first things I want you to do is making sure you understand what makes you different, your unique value proposition and your resume. I'm running a workshop uh, in, the, in the next couple of days. I will pop a link below. Have a look. If it interests you, you can actually just sign up and join me. It's a live 
two hours interactive implementation workshop. And at the end, what you will have is your six figure resume ready. It's like to make sure. And like I said, it's not about that piece of paper. It's about you understanding how you position yourself. That is going to be key. I will pop a link below. So go ahead, check that out. It's going to be absolutely epic. <laughs> Very excited about that. Um, and Furthermore, I would say if you just randomly came across this video, like um, just make sure you connect with me also on LinkedIn. Uh, the more people I can really reach and, and, and touch with, with, with my message, the, the better. Uh, the more lives I can transform form the better uh, and if you like this video give me a thumbs up it's always good to actually um, understand the content that people like and if people really resonated with what I had to say and if you have any questions reach out to me let me know what you're thinking where you're at where you're struggling because I like have so much things to say and it's so easy if somebody has a question so please reach out to me ask your questions more than happy to make a live video about it to actually share my thoughts my insights and my expertise with you thank you so much and i will see you in the next time bye hope you enjoyed this episode of the career disruptors podcast if you did please head over to itunes and leave a review and if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discuss how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again, and I'll connect with you on the next episode.